Oh, this is going to be a good one. We're taking all our listeners out to the Switzerland of America. Yodelay. I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I just did. This is also the start of a really, really expensive road. Yeah, and early in its history, this town had more horses and mules than it did people. So where are we going to go? Let's take everybody to Uray, Colorado. Here we go. Did you know that 46 million Americans plan to take an RV trip in the next 12 months? 90% of recreational vehicle owners take three or more mini vacations every year. Welcome to the RV Destinations Podcast. If it's RV travel, we're talking about it. From campgrounds to museums to national and state parks, kayaking and hiking opportunities. One of the most fun and pleasurable things you can do is just hit the road. So be ready to be inspired. Welcome in to the RV Destinations Podcast. Now your host, President Randy Beheimer and Editor-in-Chief Callie Beheimer. Hello and welcome to the RV Destinations Podcast. This is the podcast series where we talk everything about RV destinations across the U.S. and Canada. I am Callie Beheimer, Editor-in-Chief of RV Destinations Magazine, here with Randy Beheimer. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. President of RV I Destinations can hear all Magazine. You folks, I can hear all you folks cheering for me. They, thank you. Thank you. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me and supporting Randy. I'd like to thank the Academy <laughs> and <laughs> for this my friends and family award. and God who blesses us all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my award speech that right was a, there. That was a great speech. I, that is awesome. So we, today we are joined again with Jennifer Skinnell. And for those of you that joined us and have listened to the Yuma, Arizona podcast, uh, Jennifer joined us on that podcast and she's with us again. And Jennifer is a full-time RVer. She is an author, a travel writer, and travel blogger. Um, she actually has some series of books out there too, some romance books. But it doesn't sound like they're like the CD romance books. They sound like the very sweet romantic romance books. So. And don't you, oh, this is going to be really bad if I get this wrong. Don't you do like crochet or something like that too? Quilting? Quilting. I was I was a quilter, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. that's what I thought. Okay, I'm thinking yes. right. Thank God, because that would not I have worked out like, if I was wrong. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't quilt anymore because it's kind of hard to do it in a fifth wheel, yeah. but um, I did before in my former life, yes. That's oh, awesome. very cool. You know, you know, I never realized how much detail and how much oh work is gosh. in those. Yes. Uh, that's just incredible. It's incredible. Yes. Yeah, big time. So thank you again, Jennifer, for joining us. We sure. love having Thanks you aboard. Yeah, thank you. And we'll give you time at the end of the show to plug all about you and your website and where people can find you and definitely where they can find your books because those sound okay. great. I think I'm going to go out there and get some myself because they, they sound very intriguing. Well, thank you. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Especially the one written in the RV park, because I feel like that applies to, it's going to apply to every RVer out there. Yes. Yes. That definitely right. will. Yeah. Right. So today we're talking about Uray, Colorado. This Uray. place is absolutely gorgeous. It's, yes. it's referred to as the Switzerland of America. Um, and, and so, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. It's at the end or the beginning of the Million Dollar Highway, depending on if you're going north or south. Uh, 
So if you've not been there, uh, we highly recommend it. We, we were just actually there about two months ago. Yeah. Uh, we drove up. We were staying in Durango. And it's, I don't know, what was it, about 75, 80-mile ride uh, from Durango all the way up to Uray? So, uh, something like that. It, it's maybe. It's, it's, it's yeah. a little haul. But uh, we stopped at the campground. There's a campground right there in Uray. Have yeah. you? Have you? It, it is might, that where you stayed? That is it, where we Jennifer, stayed. Yes. Okay, that place is so cool. We can't mm-hmm. give it away. Don't steal its thunder. <laughs> oh, is that? Is that <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a chance to read the top. 10, read I'm ahead, sorry. Randy Beheimer. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it away. But anyway, <laughs> right, I anyway, know. so we were. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, I'm really excited about that place because I'm coming back to that place. But we are. Yeah, anyway, so you raised this really cool, cool, quaint town. It's again. It's called the Switzerland of America. Uh, it's enclosed on three sides by mountains and sitting at the head of a valley. Uh, Ure prides itself on the many amenities it has, as well as how it resembles the small town in the Alps. And that's on 10 things you probably didn't know about Ure. Ah, very cool. So, yeah, there's a big sign when you're coming out of the Million Dollar Highway that says yeah. Switzer- uh, Switzerland, Switzerland of America. You should say that again. <laughs> Switzerland. Switzerland. You know, I barely seg- got I- out of high school. No, that is so not true. <laughs> so not true. You are a very smart man. Actually, I, I, I got my MBA, but I had help from some <laughs> friends. <laughs> I'm good with math and numbers. And, you uh, are. That's why I'm the president. I do all the numbers and you, you do. do all the editing. I do. Because Lord help the magazine if I was the one editing it. <laughs> yes. Everybody out there is saying, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> we, we've heard. So let's, let's talk about some other fun facts before okay. we jump into the top ten. I've got a handful of them. So... Uh, when when Ure was first settled, uh, there was uh, the horses and mules outnumbered the people there. Oh, really? Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. because it was a it was a huge uh, mining town back in the day, and oh. slowly as as they struck gold and all that, more and more people moved moved into the area. So at one time, Ure was surrounded by thirty working mines. One of them, called Camp Bird Mine, produced hmm. two hundred thousand ounces of gold in five years. Uh, it, it ultimately produced over one million troy ounces of gold. And I don't know the difference between an ounce and a troy ounce. Is that like my stepdad, Troy? I don't know, but, <laughs> but uh, a troy ounce. Somebody that deals in metal may know what that is. Um, so this is really interesting. So all of Main Street in Uray mm-hmm. is registered as a National Historic District. Really? The entire? The entire street. And it makes sense for for anybody that has been through your way. I, I always feel like I say your your way, your our your way. Such a mouthful of a word. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is just so quaint and charming and historic. And I mean, the buildings are just they're awesome. Yeah, you know, so the buildings and the homes. So so most of the buildings there date back to the late nineteenth century when mining began and the gold rush gained uh, steam. So mm-hmm. so pretty much most of them uh, they're saying are from back then. And so. it, you really do feel like you're stepping. back back in time in this town, which is which is why I love it, and it's so charming, and I think that's why so many people go there. One, because it's just an outdoor Mecca's dream come true, an outdoor lover's Mecca dream come true. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, so, you know what I mean. So another Great. fun fact is Telluride is yeah. just 10 miles away uh-huh. by the way the crow flies. However, you've got to go over 50 miles around the mountain to get <laughs> oh to Telluride. And, and I've been telling you, I've been dying to go to Telluride. We've not been there, no. but uh, I hear that's a cool place even in the summer to do some hiking and stuff like well, that. we'll have to hit it Jennifer, up. have you been to Telluride? We have not been to Telluride. That's on yeah. our list. Yeah. yeah it's Ours too. Supposed well, to be. But yeah, they're saying it's 10 miles from Uray. 10 by, miles? Isn't that but crazy? You, mm-hmm. But I think there's actually Jeep 4x4 trails that go up over the mountain. I think in there. there are. Uh, if, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, which cuts out 40 miles, miles, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
Uray is the world's first ice climbing park. It was made there in Uray um, uh, with the number of falls in the area, and ice climbers could climb falls up to 200 feet high. Jeez. There's no cost to climb, but you better know what you're doing. Yeah, no kidding. It's <laughs> a little, little slippery up there on the ice. And, and then, of course, the last thing is kind of what we started with. Um, uh, it is at the end or the beginning of the Million yeah. Dollar Highway. Technically, the Million Dollar Highway is from uh, Silverton, Colorado, to Uray. Mm-hmm. That is the Million Dollar Highway. A lot of people say it extends down to Durango. Durango. And, and that's just and about as beautiful. But It is, but when you get closer to Durango, it, the, it doesn't, it's not as squiggly. It kind of straightens out. Did you say squiggly? I did say squiggly, okay. and everybody knows what that means. Yeah, the the road's not so squiggly yeah. side to side. Well, definitely, definitely the one you don't want to miss, or the portion you don't want to miss, mm-hmm. is from Silverton to Uray. And we we yeah. talked about we did a Durango podcast not too long ago, and we talked a lot about Silverton. Mm-hmm. Silverton's a don't overlook and, Silverton. And it's well, a gorgeous town. Again, too. if you read ahead, oh. Randy Heimer. <laughs> okay. I'm right. yelling at him for you, Jennifer. I'm, I've <laughs> got your back, girl. He's doing my whole top ten right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, I know. And thank you for joining us today. <laughs> this is because uh, I may not be prepared. I usually read through the top I ten, know. but I, I haven't had time. But anyway, so anyway, that that's all the fun facts. There's probably more, but those are the ones I selected today. Okay. And you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do this. Jennifer, are you ready? I am ready. All right, yeah, everybody so. put their seatbelts on. Here we go. I know. Here we go. Because I'm excited for number 10, which is visit Mouse's Chocolate and Coffee. This personally would have been my number one because all <laughs> I saw was handmade chocolates. And I'm like, yep, yep, I'm mm-hmm. there. So so, so, what is it? Is it a coffee shop it, and chocolate shop in one? And an ice cream shop. All three. Oh, my gosh. That's it. I mean, that's number 10 through one right there. Podcast yeah. is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a small shop that... Um, the owners started it back in 1997, and a guy named John, who was born in Uray, moved away, came back, worked f- for the couple, and when they sold it, um, the owners, one of the owners' name was Mouse, that's how it got the name, and the other was Harry. Oh, they were going to close it down, and he took over in May of 2007, and started doing all of this great stuff with like this big coffee roasters grinding his own beans and then they make their own ice cream and then they do the chocolate stuff and i mean it's just amazing we've visited that place many times in the month that we were there (laughs) yeah Um, i'm i'm online looking at the pictures of these chocolates mm -hmm. from this place Uh, oh my god yes it's (laughs) just amazing i mean and and they have tables so you can sit outside and look you know out over the town and the waterfall cascade falls park is across the street so you can see the waterfall coming down from the mountain while you're drinking your coffee in the morning or while you're having your ice cream in the afternoon and it's just a great great little place to go i fundamentally have a problem with this no i fundamentally (laughs) do not no i fundamentally have a problem with this because there is no such thing as mouses (laughs) it should be it should be mice yeah (laughs) chocolate well but it's the belonging of no i know i know i I just had to point that out like mouses 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 i don't think that's the right word i think it's mice yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, deers deers and corns anyway i digress but it does sound wonderful oh my gosh that sounds amazing oh yeah that, that definitely would I, I 
Yeah. So I would sitting be there, there every day. With a cool mountain breeze, yes. the mm-hmm. sun's kissing off the mountains, and you're As having an ice cream. the waterfall crashes in the distance, exactly. and you lick your ice cream. Yeah, no, that sounds oh, amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, it's so great. Speak- I'll, I'll take two. Yeah, yeah, I'll take four. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of waterfalls, yes. takes us to number nine, which is visit the Cascade Falls Park. Yes. So the, the park itself lies at the base of Cascade Falls. So how far is Cascade Falls kind of from, like, the center of town i mean t- town is pretty small in and of itself <laughs> it's a quarter mile walk yeah <laughs> straight up oh wow it's a quarter mile from mouses <laughs> basically okay <laughs> and you go up the up the hill and there you're at the base of the falls which is where the small park is okay um i mean there was like a movie crew filming something when we were there oh, and neat. um but you can get there from different ways okay um, going on the perimeter trail which i'll get to later mm-hmm. um but to go to the base of the falls, you just walk straight up the street, and I forget which the which street it is, but uh, um, on Eighth Avenue, that's okay. what it is. Okay. That's the name of the street, and you just go straight up, and you're right at the base of these huge waterfalls that you can see from town. Wow! Um, like I said, sitting at mouses, you can watch the water coming down um, out of the and. Ure is funny in that depending on how much rain they had over the winter. Mm-hmm. We saw waterfalls just shooting out all over the place. Oh, wow. Um, so it was really, really neat because he's, you know, the owner of the campground was like, you're here at the right time because the ice is melting. So oh. water is coming out of everywhere. Oh, um, that's cool. But Cascade Falls is one that's pretty permanent there all the time. I don't know if you know this. Um, I don't. Are you? I don't know if you can me? answer this question. Oh. I, I, I'm not sure. So I know there's a fall there, and I believe. I believe it's towards you, Ray, and not tell you right. I may be wrong here, but you can take the four by four road up to it and actually look over the falls. Mm-hmm. Now I may be wrong. That may be the fall a fall and tell you right, but I Cascade Falls sounds familiar to me. Yeah, that one you cannot do a four by four too. Okay. Uh, well, okay. maybe you know what? Maybe you can because I think above that you can drive up. There used to be an old mine up there. So that might be the one that you could actually look over and look down. Now, there is another one at the south end as you're going on the Million Dollar Highway that um, you can actually pull off after that, the um, little Switzerland yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Fine. There's yeah. another one that they actually have a pull off, and you can look down over the falls. But this one you might be able to see from above as well. I'm not sure. I just remember, and I know the one you're referring to on the road. I, uh, but, yeah. but I was watching a YouTube video, and I, I do that a lot when we go into a city. I try to see what all there is to do. But uh, I saw them taking their jeeps up there, and then the the gentleman that was filming actually took his drone up and over the falls, and you could see what I think was you, Ray. It could have been Telluride. It was one of the other. Yeah, you can well, see here, all, all that yeah. down there. That's yeah. it. This is it. The upper. I'm reading on the Cascade Falls that uh, the top of the waterfall is in this, a series of Upper Cascade Falls, where you can go by going up to the Chief Ure Mine, which is oh, where okay. you're talking about. Uh, okay, so it okay. must be. Yeah. So it must be thinking right. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So if yeah. you're into four by four, that's something that could be a, a lot be of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if and you know what's so great is it being such a huge outdoor area is something that you want to do but don't have a four wheel drive vehicle. There's so many Jeep tours available. Yes, that you can just grab a tour and and let somebody else do the driving. Yes, there were plenty of those in your array. Yeah, that, that you is, could do for sure. 
I mean, that's white knuckle driving. I think oh, I yeah. own a Jeep, but I think I would still rather somebody else drive. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you do. I mean, you know, when you go off roading like that and that type, you gotta of, know what you're doing. You have to know what yeah. you're doing for yes. sure. You make a wrong yeah. turn and, and you're down the fall. You're, right cascade, down. <laughs> you're cascading down the you're, fall. You're cascading down the fall. You are the cascading fall. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's just a bad day. <laughs> yeah. All right, so no. let's move on to number eight, which is mm-hmm. have a beer at you raise. I'm see, I'm wanting to say it wrong. Brewery's rooftop beer garden. Yeah, and this place yeah. sounds really cool. It's because obviously they have a rooftop deck because it's in their name. But mm-hmm. um, and so tell us some about this brewery. Okay, so um, we hit this place as soon as we parked and took off walking into town, and you can actually go up on the roof. And they have a bar up there as well. They have one down, you know, inside, but Mm -hmm. we were outside. And um, you can get a beer and have dinner and sit there and overlook the town and overlook the Million Dollar Highway as it's going up. So you can see people going up that way. It's just views are amazing from this brewery. And um, I can't even remember to tell you what we drank, but it was delicious. And (laughs) what we ate, it was good, too. Yeah, um, so this place must be really good because one of our writers, uh, one of our other writers, Haley Grew, wrote about this in issue 11. And she talked about the same brewery saying Mm -hmm. it was really good. You need to go check it out. So I'm not a beer drinker. I'm a bourbon drinker, but but I hear it's the best beer in town. Oh, that's interesting. It's really good. Yes. That's really cool. I didn't realize that Haley wrote about it, too. So, yeah, it must be really good. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just pulled up a picture of it. I remember passing this place multiple times and seeing mm-hmm. the gar- the rooftop garden. Yeah. 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 Oh, very cool. That would be awesome. And, and that's kind of a fun place, I'm sure, regardless of the time of year. Because even in the wintertime, I could imagine, like, being able to sit outside. The snow's falling. You got a beer. You know, mm-hmm. probably have some heaters going. And, yeah, that would just yeah. be and incredibly cool and romantic and amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and you're sitting there and it's warm, but there's still snow on top of the mountains in May. So it was, yeah. you know, just amazing. I, really cool yeah. place. It is very cool. Yeah. Cause we were just there in, in May just last month. Um, and, and, it was amazing how much snow was still around and, and how much, you know, the weather changes so drastically because mm. you are in the mountains. I mean, we had days where we're driving through the mountains and it was 36 degrees and snowing and we got back down towards Durango where we were staying and it was in the mid 70s. Right. So it's just, yeah. We so had all little... four seasons. Yeah. Oh, I don't doubt all it. All four seasons in the month of May we had. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I definitely don't doubt it. No. <laughs> got we look. had snow. We had sun we had rain we had the whole thing so wow. it was really yeah which is kind um, of fun you know it is it is makes for a great experience oh, which is definitely. what we're all about is trying to find those great experiences oh heck yeah heck yeah, yeah. very cool all right, so so we got our beer, we've got our chocolate, we visited a, a waterfall. So now we're going to head to another waterfall, which is the Box Canyon Falls Park and Nature Center. So is this sit, does this sit at the other end of town um, and is obviously home to some waterfalls also, but it also sounds like there's like a little nature center there. There is. This sits at the south end of town. Um, okay. You, you can walk there from town. It's at the base of where the Million Dollar Highway starts. Oh, and this is okay. where the ice park is that you were talking about. Oh, They've actually okay. made an ice park. And, of course, we were there in May, so the ice park wasn't going. But they have, like, 
water that shoots out. They have all these pipes that you can see that they would shoot the water out to make these ice falls that people would climb. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. <laughs> Box Canyon Falls, um, you actually go and hike into it. And it's where the Uncompahgre River, I think I said that, I always say it wrong, um, meets with the Canyon Creek. And that's where this waterfall comes from, uh, where the water is going down from Canyon Creek into the Uncompahgre River. And um, it's just like 100 feet waterfalls. And they have a um, metal walkway that you course it has railings on both sides that you can walk Mm -hmm. right up to the falls um and you're going like through these canyon rock things formations and stuff so you can do that they have a nature center that you can walk around that's more handicapped accessible and friendly um they also have another part where you can walk up the mountain and go to this bridge that goes across the canyon so then you can see down into the falls from this bridge oh, wow um, so that's a really really neat park and you definitely don't want to miss that one yeah and um, so randy and i passed this uh last time we were there and i was like babe didn't we do that and he said no but i'm looking at the pictures and it looks eerily familiar <laughs> i think we might have walked part of it and for whatever reason turned around and came back maybe we had the dogs with us or something and just couldn't leave them in the vehicle very long mm-hmm. but I, I i like i'm looking at these pictures and i'm like i swear i've i've been there yeah <laughs> I, I i i think we were planning on doing it and we just never did it that's that's what that's my memory because this goes back to 2018 or right, whatever whenever, that, the last time we were not, not this past not time. this past time but right. the time before right because right, we talked about doing the 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 rim trail which i think you the perimeter trail, perimeter yeah. trail yeah. which we're going to talk about later i don't want to yeah so yeah, we were going to definitely do that one, too. Well, this just gives us a reason to go back to Colorado. There you so, go. Ha-ha. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, that, that Box Canyon sounds just really, really cool. And it, it sounds like it's a it's a pretty um, pretty interesting hike. I mean, you've got the metal pathway. But is it a, a rel- on the metal pathway, is it a relatively accessible hike? Is it kind of steep up and down anywhere or just kind of like a short jot out and back yeah that's it's a short jot out and back it's not um you don't have a lot of like stairs and everything so okay it's pretty accessible if you want to go up to the bridge that's a different story gotcha. um, you really can't do that if you're not able to climb you know stairs and stuff like that right it's not a handicapped accessible hike to go up to the bridge but to do um a lot of the going into the canyon falls part you can pretty much do yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so we always like, you know, sometimes asking those questions just to give our readers mm-hmm. an idea if it's something that our readers or listeners an idea of it's something they can add to their list or not. So yes. cool. Thank you. Yeah, sure. So yeah. And then number six. Oh, this sounds so cool. So have dinner at the True Grit Cafe in Ridgeway. So, but you're, you're, Ridgeway is the neighbor of you, Ray, right. correct? Yes. It's about okay. eight, eight miles north. Uh, so it's going right. towards Montrose. Yes. If you're going north on 550, oh, it's towards okay. Montrose. Okay. okay. So I don't that, know that we remember where that line was no. that got into Ridgeway, but I remember there being a lot of campgrounds. Yes. And there are campgrounds keep, along the side. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So tell us about this place because this sounds so cool. So the way we found out about this is our kids, we have two kids and 
they always give us for Mother's Day and Father's Day, they call it Parents Day, and they give us a joint gift. And once since we started traveling, they've been trying to find different places for us to go for dinner or an experience, that kind of thing. So they they found this. They got online and they were like, we're going to uh-huh. send you to this True Grit Cafe in Ridgeway. It looks like it's not that far from you. We're like, we have no idea what this is. And so once we looked it up, we're like, oh, this is something about John Wayne's movie, True Grit, which we then oh. found out was filmed in Ridgeway and part of it was filmed in Ure. And oh, very cool. So then we were like, well, now we got to watch the movie before we you know, go. And it just <laughs> right. so happened that weekend it was on TV. So we sat and watched See? this old Western. It was a sign. And it was meant, it was it meant, was to, meant be. to be. And, you know, you're watching this old Western. You're like, seriously? Did, really? I mean, you know, <laughs> know, but it is what it is. And it's how they used to do things. Like he killed right. like 10 people with one guy. I don't understand, you know. I know, like two bullets and one gun <laughs> right. and 30 people are and, dead. And he's and, and still the, riding yeah. on his horse with the bullets flying. And never reloads. Right. <laughs> I know, I love it. <laughs> so, but we went up and the restaurant was phenomenal. Um, it's You oh, go cool. in and it's not a big restaurant, but they had all of this memorabilia from the movie. And you go upstairs and there's like this whole little... It's not a museum, but it could be a museum because it's a lot of John Wayne stuff up there. And, you know, it's just it was just really neat. But they took one of the old buildings and turned it into this cafe and called it the True Grit Cafe. And the meat is like right off the ranch down the road. And it's just really, really a cool place to go. And then you can walk around the town and they've got some of the buildings marked that were in the movie. So you could see, you know, the different things that they use to film bar scenes or whatever. So it was released in, on June 12, 1969. It's 128 minutes, but it also, not only did it have John Wayne in it, it had Glenn Campbell in it and Dennis oh, Hopper. Oh, that's it. right. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very young. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very, very young. Very young. And yeah. Robert Duvall. Yeah. Robert Duvall was in it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very um, cool. Yeah. Interesting. And I'm looking at, at Google Maps and, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we drove up and down that way mm-hmm. on off of 550, on 550 several times, but... um. It sits right, Ridgeway sits right off of 550. Mm-hmm. So you like, you turn off onto 62. So for folks that are listening, they're adding this to their list. You turn off 550 onto 62 to get to Ridgeway. And it's like right off of 550. So you, you, you probably can't see it that well from 550, but you make that quick little turn and pop, there yes. it is. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, that sounds amazing. Hey, Callie and Randy here with RV Destinations Magazine here to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And what are we thanking you for? We are thanking you for coming out and subscribing to the new print subscription of RV Destinations Magazine. Yeah, we were actually completely shocked at how many people have come out there and subscribed, uh, and it's only been a month. I know. It's been an overwhelming response, and we are so grateful and so thankful that all of you are coming out and subscribing, and we want to give something back. We want to give you a little gift. So what we are going to do is give you an additional 10% off the introductory price of $39.99. So if you go out and subscribe right now and use the code THANKS10, that is THANKS10 in all caps, because we're saying THANK YOU instead of THANK YOU. If you go out and put that code in on check 
checkout, you're going to get 10% off that $39.99 introductory price. Now, I'm going to level with you. That That is less than the cost uh, that it takes for us to produce the magazine. And the reason we're doing that is because we know that once you get this magazine in your hand, we've seen test copies. We've seen several test copies. And when this gets in your hand, you're going to renew and you're going to stay a longtime subscriber of our magazine. So we're willing to take a loss in the first year for you to check this out. Yes. So please get out there to rvdestinationsmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. Use your code THANKS10 for 10% off that introductory price of $39.99. Come be inspired. Come on, y'all. So moving on to number five, which is, I I definitely want to learn more about this, which is hike the perimeter trail. And this is the trail that kind of like winds its way around around. you, Ray, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. All the way around. Cool. So tell us about this. Did you, did you do the hike? We did parts of the hike. We didn't do the whole thing. There are people that do the whole thing in one day. Um, It's 5.6 miles and it goes up and down hills and, you know, up and down the mountains and. God love them for being able to do it all in one day um, <laughs> right? <laughs> because you're at like 77,000 or hundred feet in elevation. Right. So you got to take into account, you know, we were like, let's see, late fifties by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and trying to hike that long wasn't um, an option. So we did, we did sections of it. Um, oh, okay. Baby bathtub falls was a section that we did. The, um, uh, the one that I talked about before, the Cascade Falls Park, like mm-hmm. you could go up um, and it goes above Cascade Falls and then down into Cascade Falls and then you could have kept going. We actually did part that okay. part of the thing where you start um, at one, the north end of town and you hike up up the mountain. I mean, it's not an easy hike. And then you go across the Cascade Falls and you go down and then you can go across and keep going. Well, we went downtown and had pizza and a beer instead. So, <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. like a way better option. <laughs> so another day we did um, like part of the south end where there's there's a park there that you can actually and there's a small campground too. Um, I'm oh, not okay. sure exactly. I think it wasn't uh, not big friendly. I'm sure, and I don't even know if it had full hookups. Probably not. But you could camp there and then go hike as well. Um, but the south end of the park. Of the of perimeter trail was really neat because I have this picture of my husband. I, that might've been the one that I use. I forget where you actually, it looks like from the sound of music is all I can say. I mean, you come out oh, into this, wow. this meadow and, and you just see the mountains all around you. And he was standing on this rock and I'm like, I can hear Julie the Andrews. Right. Right. <laughs> the it was just alive. beautiful, you know, and I took this picture and he had it on his screensaver for a long time until he got pictures so of our grandkids. And then that went by the wayside. Oh, those, <laughs> those yeah, grandkids yeah. have to trumpet. Yeah. So according, according to you, uh, according to all trail, excuse me, it's a six mile loop. It is a loop. And you said 5.6. I mean, it varies yeah. a bit depending on who's clocking it, but they're saying that it's a moderately challenging route. Yes. You, you have 1,512 foot of elevation. That, that, that's a that's big elevation change. That's a big elevation, elevation change. change. A big elevation change. Yeah, yeah, that's you. I mean, the best time to visit the trail is May through October. Dogs are welcome, but must okay. be on the leash. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and we, you know, so when we did, we got to this sound and music part, and we'd already gone mm-hmm. probably a good 
couple of miles or so up and down. And, and so he went ahead a little bit. He's like, let me go see how far, you know, where this goes, because it actually goes across the million dollar highway. And then it keeps going oh. over. And that's where you get onto the, the part that goes over the bridge that's over by the Box Canyon. And he looked out and he says, no, we're going to turn around and go back because we go straight down. And then we'd have to turn around and go, you know, he said, we're not doing that today. So we didn't do the yeah. whole thing. We'd love to go back and be able to do the whole thing or at least do another section mm -hmm. of it. So we can, sometimes we do these things in sections and then we say, yeah, we did the whole thing, but not all at one time. Hey, um, hey you know, you, you did yeah, it. That's yeah. awesome. But there's, you know, make sure you have good hiking shoes, lots of water because there's really no place. Mm -hmm to get any as you're on this this hike but um it's definitely you got to be prepared for the elevation changes and yeah and we tell people that all the time you know randy and i are pretty avid hikers and it's amazing to us we'll we'll get out onto these pretty massive hikes and you'll see somebody out there with like one singular little 16 ounce bottle right. of water and i'm like yeah it's not gonna no, cut it no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need more than yes. that yeah especially yeah. when you're you know up in 7700 feet Right. Yeah. Cause it hits yeah. you so fast yeah. and it's, a, it, it's crazy how fast it like dehydration and just being up that high affects, you know, your, your, just your breathing capacity, just your energy levels. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah so well, very cool. All right. So I'm ex see, I literally everyone I've said this, Jennifer, but I'm excited about each one because <laughs> it's so true. And so number four is just getting out and exploring the quaint town of Uray. And, and, and Uray is so stinking cute mm -hmm. and quaint. And so tell us some about like some of the different shops that you can find there and, and, you know, kind of what you recommend people to do. Yeah, they have, um, they have pretty much a little bit of everything. They have local artisans that have, you know, glass blowing shop and, and painting and pottery and all that kind of thing. But then they also have, you know, like leather goods shop. And, you know, if you, if you need a hat, they have a place, they have shoes, they have um, one place that was like all the life is good stuff. So we would get t-shirts from there and, you know, souvenirs and that kind of thing. They have a culinary store that has all the different oils and um, things that you need to cook anything, um, you know, mm -hmm. and your kitchen stuff and all of that. And it's, it's, and then they have a grocery store that it's not the cheapest grocery store, but it's better than driving all the way to Montrose to go to the grocery store. Right. <laughs> you're right. A couple things. Um, and they have a meat market there that my husband got, um, bison from them and he had bison burgers Ooh, one nice. night so they had local meats and um, smoked meats they had there as well all kinds of things so you can literally make your own little meal just from the stores you know they're in town and just going to all there's a bookstore there so you can get books from you know they have history of ura books as well as all kinds of other books um, and it's just you name it, they have it. They had a hiking store, so just all kinds. Of things. Oh, neat! Yeah, and you raise a pretty small mm -hmm. town, and so you can literally park your car and walk pretty much everywhere. everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you can't drive down uh, the Million Dollar Highway, right. but you, you know, in the town, you can pretty much walk to anything and every, yeah. everything. Yeah, right. It 
And beautiful segue, baby, because uh, number three is drive the million dollar highway. Did you even know you were setting oh, I, that up? I, I, well, no, I didn't do that. Know that, but I, I, I kind of ruined all of thunder. <laughs> I know I, you. I know. I am so okay. sorry. I really need to read ahead. I know. It's a good thing you're so cute. Honey. <laughs> Why? Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, drive the million dollar highway. Uh, yes. Yes. All so right. tell us so about this. So we drove this in a dually. An F three fifty dually. Oh and, my gosh! Um, oh man, we Woo. we have a dash cam, and as we were going down the million dollar high, I actually did a, put together a video from the dash cam footage. But we met a cyclist who was coming from the other direction, and he almost mm-hmm. bought the farm that day on the front of our truck. Oh my! He gosh. was coming around a curve, oh. and we're coming around the curve, and. I mean, he whipped it across really quick because he was flying down and we were going uphill. He was coming down and luckily he had a control of his bike or he'd have gone over the side. Um, million dollar oh highway gosh. is terrifying. <laughs> if you're the passenger, it, if you're it the passenger. is. Yes. If you're the driver, it's not so mm-hmm. bad because you got the yellow line. If you're the passenger, you're constantly leaning towards the driver's side. You're hanging on the edge. <laughs> It's so you know true. What? We, we, we followed right out of uh, Uray. We, mm-hmm. we were going south. We were going down to Durango. We followed a tractor trailer that was on there. And oh, their gosh. back tire was oh. off the road. Off the I mean, road. it was hanging oh, over exactly. the road. Yeah, because, you know, they have the double double yes. tires in the back. And yeah, the so outside one, tire one was on the road. Even, the outside yeah. was just rolling off in the yeah. air. Off the cliff. <laughs> it was just poof. I mean, yeah. I was like, there's no way. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, here. honey. And oh, we, yeah, people do. People take their motorhomes. They yeah. do. Travel trailers. I know. I'm like, there is no yeah. way. I, I wonder if they know that. I wonder if they know that or they just end up like, oh, no, what are we getting yeah, ourselves into? And it's not like you can turn no, around. There's nowhere to turn around. Once you you're know? on it, you're 25 yeah. miles on it until you get to Silverton. Yep. Silverton. And then if you think you're done, nope, because you still have to try to get out of Silverton. <laughs> and it, and it's crazy either way you go yeah. out of Silverton. Well, it's not, it's not too bad out of Silverton. It's like as you, the closer you get to Uray uh, is it, where yeah. it starts yeah. really it getting hairy. Very, it's very windy but and he, it's a drop off. There's no guardrails, um, nothing. None. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And it, I mean, definitely yes. should do it once, but... <laughs> But the driver, the driver can't see anything. So what we suggest you doing is one person drive, or one person look. You go down, you switch you people, switch. and then you go yep. back the other way, and the other person gets looking yep. because you cannot no. get your eye off the road. No, you, you really can't. And actually, no. coming back is a little easier because you got the wall. You don't have you yeah, know, and then right. you're like going Ooh. down. You've got the drop off so on the side, right? Yes. So she's referring to if you're going north, um, so coming from Silverton. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going south, you've got the drop yes. off right there, and, you, <laughs> and you're and real it's, close. And it's literally right there. Right there. So you know, it, it, it's yeah. The, there's a, a a lot. I don't even know if there's a line. There might be a faint line, and then yes. Yes. I mean, it, it's just gone. No. There's no road. There's, there's just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so well, and, well, the nice thing is, you'd it would be very fast. Yeah. It would be very fast. It would be super fast. <laughs> you, you might have a couple bumps on the way down, but when you get Maybe to the bottom, you're done. Yeah. 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 So Jennifer's right. Do it. Drive the million dollar highway at least once. You know, definitely drive very wisely. Drive very safely. Stay off all electronic yes. devices. Pay attention to the road. Don't take your RV. Don't Find take your camper. Car. Definitely don't take. <laughs> Right, a small car for sure. And actually, it got its name. We probably should mention this. Oh, yeah. uh, the legend is I, I don't know that I've ever read this from an official site, but the legend is that, that it cost them $1 million per mile 
to build uh, th- this road, this 25-mile section. So, and I, and I read, I took the pictures of it because when, when you first start on the Million Dollar Highway right outside of Ure, um, there is a place where you can pull over and there's some placards and read them and you kind of learn the history of the Million Dollar Highway. And it was actually a private venture. And it was a gentleman who privately funded building this road to get into Silverton because of all of the mining that was taking place. Um, So he built this road and then he was charging a hefty toll. Like, I mean, back in the day, he was charging like several dollars if you wanted to take your horse and wagons along this road. I mean, and in today's money, that it would probably be like a 50 to 75 dollars. He was was, uh, five dollars for a team and wagon. Or yeah. $1 yeah. for a saddle animal. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. When I believe we read he spent $10,000 per mile. And if you, if you inflate ca- that yeah, to today's about dollar, a million yeah, dollars. Right. Yep. I yeah. think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. But, but he was my wise. He more than made his uh-huh. money back on those tolls. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so again, the, the million dollar highway is between Uray and Silverton. It's, it's mm-hmm. route US 550. Um, you can go again, north, south, whichever way you go. If you're heading out of Uray, you're going south. If you, you know, heading uh, back to Uray from Silverton, you're going north on US 550. Mm-hmm. Which leads us perfectly into number two. I know. I'm just setting it all I up for everybody. I, 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 I'm, try, I'm trying to set it up for you to slam it out of the park. I just did. Ready? There it goes. So, and number two is visit Silverton. And okay, absolutely love Silverton. It, it, it is such a cool town. So tell everybody about Silverton. So Silverton is an old mining town. And, you know, as with most mining towns, it kind of went by the wayside. But then people started going back and fixing it all up. And, and the neat thing about Silverton is the main road is paved, but if you go a block off, it's all dirt. Yes, which just <laughs> like lends to the total atmosphere and ambiance of being in Silverton. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, we found a great little coffee shop that we sat there and had coffee to calm our nerves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Coffee with a shot of something in it. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, um, you know, different restaurants that you can have, you can go and eat at we ate at one unfortunately it's has since closed but uh. it was in an old saloon and she had um the balcony it was like um it would have been like where the prostitutes would have been so she had oh. uh, like all of these mannequins dressed up <laughs> as prostitutes out front and everything so that was kind of cool um but she has since closed, unfortunately. But they, yeah. there are all kinds of shops there. There's like a little jail there that you can see and different mining things around. And we didn't get to go, but like up and around the area, there are more mines that you could actually go and check out the um, abandoned mines and things like that. Oh, neat. But Silverton is also the end of the... Um, the, the train. Durango, yep, the Durango yeah. Silverton train. Yep. Yeah. Which is we didn't do that because it, we were like a week early. Oh. Um, from when it was running, but uh, but it we did see the tracks where it literally comes right into town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, did get to do that. So we oh, got. Okay. Yeah, we took it from Dur- uh, Durango to Silverton um, and got to spend about an hour and forty five minutes in Silverton. 
which was really neat. I mean, you're right. I mean, just the the dirt roads and the uh-huh. old saloons and the shops and the restaurants. And then the rail yard itself was just a photographer's dream come true. We went over there and spent some time taking pictures of these old historic train cars and rail cars. And it, it was, yes. it, it's just such a cool town. Yeah, we met, uh, we spoke about this in the Durango uh, podcast mm-hmm. that we did a few weeks ago, but uh uh, we met this lady who just purchased, uh, uh, a, I think she purchased the building. But anyway, she opened a bar and restaurant actually there in Silverton. It was a piano bar. You know, you had the... Like the ragtime. The, the ragtime. Yeah. He was dressed in ragtime era clothing and playing uh, playing the piano. And she actually herself was a professional pianist. And, oh, and the wow. restaurant was supposed to be great food. I'm not going to ask you because I can't remember the name of the... I know. I'm like... That's uh, right. Don't, don't, don't look okay. at it. Um, I think we found it on the Durango podcast. on the Durango. But, this but she this was will just, just make wonderful. people listen to the Durango podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, if you listen to that one and this one, you got the whole... You got... Exactly. We just, whole, we just gave you, period. all of our yeah. listeners, a great trip. Yep. There you go. Listen to Durango. <laughs> You've been listening to this one. Ta-da! Yeah, yeah we, we ate at one of the restaurants there. And again, I can't remember the name I of the restaurant, but it was really good. Yeah, it was good. It's just a fun town. You definitely have to go and spend some time there. It, it's yeah. it's neat. So yeah. and very cool. So I'm looking at my husband to introduce me to give me the. Um, uh, so I are we already the, there? Yeah, we're there yeah. to give the. I got to give uh, the. I didn't know I was allowed to speak anymore because I keep giving away. I'm Don't like <laughs> give away the. I always give away Christmas presents. Always, oh, always, always. <laughs> terrible. There's no surprises. <laughs> All right, so we we've we've come all the way down to number one. And the number one thing to do in Uray, Colorado is <laughs> enjoy the beautiful scenery from Uray Riverside Resort. Ta-da! Oh, so I really ruined it. You did. I know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that that place Randy even existed Beheimer. until this, two months ago. I know. So it, we're going to let Jennifer tell us about okay. it because, yeah, she got to stay there. I don't so know we, anything about it other than it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. We were there for a month. Uh, like I keep saying, we were there for the month of May. And when we pulled mm-hmm. in, we backed in. I mean, we had been in Arizona for the winter in Yuma and the dust and the, you know, and everything. Oh, yeah. And so my husband was like, okay, I will splurge and we'll back because we have a fifth wheel. We will back mm-hmm. to the river, the Uncompagre River, so that we have a beautiful view. And it did not disappoint. It was gorgeous. The river mm-hmm. was starting to flow because the ice melt was going. And I mean, as soon as we got out, we had deer coming through, oh like my going gosh. across the river, you know, and um, you looked across like one of the waterfalls that I told you about was right across mm-hmm. the street that we could see every day. And it was just, just gorgeous. So um, Jason and Amber Perkins purchased in 2013, they purchased this campground and it was kind of uh-huh. needing some help. And they had been okay. full-time RVers in an Airstream with their kids. And they oh came through URA and they were like, we want to buy this. So they did. And they started fixing it up. And it's got cabins. And it's got um, a restaurant that's open during the summer. Um, it opens like Memorial Day weekend. and we So we weren't there when it was open. But, they, I mean, mm-hmm. they have steak dinners apparently every Friday night that people from town come into. Um, the bathhouses were fabulous. It's... Um, they were working when we were there on this gas station that was in front of it. They were going to be turning it into like a convenience store. So they were really trying to make it so that you didn't have to go very far to get what you needed. Um, there's a path that walks, you can walk straight up into town 
past oh, nice. the um, hot springs and all that kind of stuff that I didn't even talk about on this. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> do know, the hot so springs, much. but they're there um, if yeah. you want to do the hot springs. Um, so it's just it's just a beautiful little campground. There's a KOA that's farther north, but then you've got to okay. drive to everything. Yeah. The thing about staying in this place is that you could just relax, you know, put your fire pit out by the water, mm-hmm. listen to the water. It's just very relaxing and um, I highly, highly, highly recommend this campground. Yeah. So what, yeah. there was two things that really stood out to me. Um, one is obviously the location. I, I yeah. mean, you know, we've stayed at some pretty swanky places and that's not really our cup of tea. I, I mean, location, they're, yeah, they're nice, homey. But... We love homey. We love quaint, uh, you yeah. know, small field, but you are in the heart of you, Ray, there. Like you, like, like you said, Jennifer, you're two blocks away from the main street mm-hmm. there. I, mm-hmm. I believe two blocks, maybe three yeah. blocks, but it's not very far. Not very far. It, and so we, we actually drove through that because I didn't, I didn't realize, I knew that there's all kinds of campgrounds. We'll talk about that in a minute around you, Ray. But like Jennifer said, you've got to drive into town. This is actually in town. And the other thing that blew my mind was the rates. I'm not going to talk about rates because we like to keep this evergreen. But I'm telling you, the rates were super low. I could not believe how cheap it was to stay there, it being in such a prime location. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really was. And I can't even really remember what the rates were, but I remember thinking, wow, yeah. this is pretty cheap. Yeah. We paid more in nowhere, uh, Utah. Right. Uh, but they they do fill up. So like summer is booked a year in advance. So if you want to get in there, that's what they told me. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you want to get there in the summertime, you got to book way in advance. It sounds like spring and fall are a little bit uh, easier to get in. A little uh, bit. But, yeah. But, yeah. So, but again, location, location, location. Yeah. It's yeah. got all that. And I mean, the one uh, thing that, that he did a... warn us about as soon as we got there was he said, "Don't leave your awnings out if you leave because it's like a wind tunnel, and oh, you never know when yeah. the wind oh, is going to pick up." Yep. And we saw mm-hmm. people that had left their awnings out; they got ripped mm-hmm. off by the wind. Or when we had snow come through because it was a heavy, wet snow, we saw a couple of them get damaged oh. from the oh, weight of the all snow. The weight. So yeah. yeah, you really don't okay, need so to, <laughs> because yeah. it's just beautiful the whole time. Yeah, so do every new RVer yes. never leave never, your awning never out never, ever, your awning ever, 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 ever. <laughs> always <laughs> roll it in, even if, if even if you're going to sleep. Yes, roll, roll it, it in. in. Roll it in. Yes, uh, there, yes, because you'd be amazed. Yeah, it's just one of those things that all of a sudden, whoop, it's gone, or too much water collects on it mm-hmm. because it's raining and it's just not set. Yeah, just roll yeah. it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip of the day from RVers that have been doing this for a long yes, time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> we've, we've never lost one, but we know a lot of people that have lost, uh, yeah. lost them. Um, we've seen them get uh, lost, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now getting around, we talked about getting around already. Uh, you know, pretty much in the town of Uray. You walk everywhere, especially if you stay at the uh, the, uh, the Riverside Resort. Sorry, mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the name of it. If you stay there, you can definitely walk everywhere. You're going to have to drive down to Silverton and do the Million Dollar Highway right. or, or go, going up to the the, the John Wayne uh, thing. You've got to probably drive to that. Yeah, right? there is. The true Getting um, Ridgeway. There's a bike trail. We didn't get a chance to do it, but there is a bike trail that goes, I think it goes all the way from Uray up to Ridgeway. Oh, really? I think, okay. I think it did. We never got a chance. So people, your viewers might want to check that out. But you could potentially yeah. ride your bike all the way up there and back. Uh, oh, yeah. that wouldn't be bad. No. That would, I, we have one of those fancy electric bikes that I use. <laughs> so all I have to do is crank the handle and uh, pretend like I'm pedaling. It's great. See, I, ha- I have an e-bike. I do have an e-bike. But mine yes. is a pedal assist. I don't have a crank. So, <laughs> ah. <laughs> so I'm moves. looking online. 
I, I'm looking on Google here, and actually the Riverside Resort has the highest rating of all the campground, mm-hmm. 4.8. Yeah. Uh, the KOA got a 4.4. And there's a Flynn Park, Flynn, Flynn Park, something like that. Yeah. Thistle Down Campground. And there's uh, the 4J, 4J plus one plus one. Are, right. Okay, they need to come up with a yeah. plus. You could, you know, <laughs> you know, technically you could stay in Silverton. Yeah. You could stay in Durango and drive up. Yep. You could stay in Montrose and drive down. Yeah. So and then there's a lot of BLM land out there. And then um, there's a lot of campgrounds in between all of those locations. Right. Right. So camping is not going to be an option. Um, not going to be an option. Camping be a is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna be a problem, excuse me, uh, but but like like Jennifer said, uh, and w- we're certainly not being paid or sponsored no. by Riverside Resort. That is a great place to stay. It, it's in the heart of everything. Yeah. In fact, we talked about going back and mm-hmm, staying and there. staying there. Yep, we did for sure. So awesome. Well, thank you, Jennifer. And and Jennifer, this is a great time for you to to plug yourself um, and your website and give us uh, our listeners just some information on you and who you are and what you do. Okay, so I write the Rambling Quilter travel blog. Started out before I was an RVer. I was a quilter, as we talked about. And um, so I just transferred it over from just a me talking about whatever blog to rambling around the country travel blog. Um, so I have that. And I'm also um, writing for a couple of different um, publications. And I write romance novels and cozy mysteries. So my romance novels and cozy mysteries are all on Amazon. Um, if you just Google Jennifer Scannell, my name, you'll they'll pop up. If you go to the Rambling Quilter website, you'll see the link for my Amazon um page there as well and the romance series is a book of five books about a group of women all in different ages who get around who are in a small town in Virginia and they quilt quilts for charity and the older women give advice to the younger women in the group so it's clean and wholesome romance series Um, very sweet and then um, my cozy mystery is called death by golf cart and it's (laughs) based in a uh, 55 and over RV resort in Florida. And uh, I was like, it's not on the million dollar highway. Just make it sure. And I'm working yeah. on my next one. It's called death on the pickleball court and it will be coming out. But um, yeah. So Very that'd cool. be a terrible way to die on a pickleball. Uh, court. Yeah, pickleball it would be. Court. So I can't, I can't read to <laughs> read that and find out who yes, does it. Well, and there's a who little dog it? that, is psychic dog that helps solve the mysteries in that one. So, yeah. Oh, cool. how yeah. fun. I am totally going to get books. <laughs> totally cool. doing yeah. it. Well, today we're talking about uh, you, Ray, and thank you so much for putting this together for us. You're uh, you're, we, we enjoy having you here at RV Destinations Magazine. And if you want to get your free download of, of the top 10 things to do in you, Ray, Colorado, go to www.rvdestinationsmagazine.com forward slash top 10 or you can click the hyperlink down in the notes section and that'll take you right over put your email in and we will email it to you free of charge we're not going to charge you anything nope. and we'll get that over to you and don't forget that we are now offering a print subscription to yeah. our magazine so go out to www.rvdestinationsmagazine.com and be sure to subscribe today yeah, we just got we just got the first test copies of our standard issue and our standard quarterly issue it they're is beautiful so they really are. We, pretty. we're so excited to get these out yes. into your hands out there so. yes yes so 
thank you, Jennifer, again for joining us today and giving everybody the top 10 things to do in your way. You, you Ray, I still can't say it right. Colorado. (laughs) And thank you. Yes, yes. We're definitely going to have you back again. Can't wait for the next one. And thank you all of our listeners out there for joining us today. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to or follow the RV Destinations podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And again, be sure to visit RVDestinationsMagazine.com to subscribe to our magazine and check out all the other fun stuff we have on our website. I am Callie Beheimer here with Randy Beheimer and Jennifer Skinnell. And we want to thank you all for listening. Safe travels, y'all. Be safe. You've been listening to the RV Destinations Podcast. Hitting the road in an RV is one of the most popular things to do nowadays, and it's our passion to clue you in on where to go and what to see. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, visit our website at www.rvdestinationsmagazine.com. And from there, you'll get a more in-depth look at destinations for the RVer. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. And we'll see you next time on the RV Destinations Podcast.